Welcome to the Gentle Counselor Podcast, episode number seven. Welcome, everyone. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about some things that could be triggering because we are talking about postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety today on the podcast. This is something that a lot of women struggle with. And I feel like, especially now during this time where mothers are birthing in this crazy world with isolation and restrictions where they can't have their support network around them, families can't come over. Um, I'm really concerned that we are going to see a rise in people struggling with postpartum depression. So I thought it would be a good time to talk about it a bit more. Over on Instagram at The Gentle Counselor, I've shared quite a few posts and videos about postpartum depression, but I still feel like it's never enough. So I'm also doing this podcast episode to shed light on this, to give you some information on what it is, as well as some advice or tips on how to cope, how to seek help. And then of course, we really need to talk about what to look out for. So let's start by talking about what is it? But I do wanna begin by saying that it's really important that we understand that there is no real one cause factor of postpartum depression or anxiety. It can happen to anyone. Because women go through these tremendous physical changes and we have huge drops in hormones when we get pregnant and when we give birth. There's also a lot of emotional issues that can be caused by a lack of sleep or perhaps you have lack of support. Especially during this time, we are lacking support because we're social distancing. We're not supposed to be around people at the moment. And if you already have a history of depression or anxiety, or if you had a difficult pregnancy or birth, then you're at an increased risk as well. So postnatal depression or postpartum depression, um, sometimes you might see these as PPD. It's when you feel sad, angry, empty, and emotional, but it's more than what is known as the baby blues because the baby blues is something that generally happens on day three um, since from giving birth and lasts about a day or so but if you have extreme exhaustion or mood swings, maybe you're having insomnia, um, or you can experience those crying spells where you just feel like you're crying for no reason or you just cannot stop crying, um, or you might have anxiety, if you're having any of those for more than two weeks, then that can be an indication of suffering from postpartum depression. One in seven women are diagnosed with postpartum depression. So postpartum anxiety or postnatal anxiety, so you might see this as PPA, generally goes hand in hand with postpartum depression. So this is more where the anxiety is coming in. You may constantly be in fear of something happening to your child and feel immense guilt and worry all the time. You can have sort of these intrusive thoughts that are just horrific and you have these horrible scenarios that just play into your mind all the time at random you have no control over it and it can be really distressing 
one in four women experience anxiety regardless of being postpartum. So when you think about those two statistics, it really is quite common to have postpartum depression. And then it's even more likely that you would have both postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Now, there is also another one that isn't as well known, but I feel like it's really important to talk about because this is something that I struggled with and I felt a lot of guilt and shame around because I thought there was something wrong with me and I thought I was alone. And it wasn't until one day I finally decided to search on Google and I finally saw that I wasn't alone and I wasn't a horrible person or a horrible mother. And this is called postpartum rage. And again, this is something that is generally experienced with postpartum depression. So the symptoms of postpartum rage are more so when you go from zero to 100 and feel a sort of uncontrollable rage or you have these outbursts of anger that you really feel like you cannot control. But then you realize maybe during, but especially after, and then you feel a lot of remorse and guilt and you just can't understand why you couldn't control your temper because it just feels so unnatural and out of your hands, like something is completely taking over your body. Postpartum depression can happen any time during the two years from giving birth. Now that's something really significant because If you don't seek help or treatment, that's just going to delay it. And that's why we see women suffering for so many years after giving birth. So let's talk about the signs and what you need to look out for. I'm going to list off quite a few here. So these are depressed moods, severe mood swings, excessive crying, difficulty bonding with your baby, withdrawing from family and friends, loss of appetite or eating much more than usual, inability to sleep, which is caused by insomnia, not your baby, and overwhelming fatigue or loss of energy, reduced interest, so you don't find pleasure in in activities that you used to enjoy that you would typically enjoy, and intense irritability and anger, fearing that you're not a good mother, having a lot of guilt and shame, feeling hopeless, feeling worthless or inadequate. Uh, You can also have difficulty with concentrating or making decisions. You might have severe anxiety that even leads to panic attacks. So like I said, if this goes untreated, it can last months or even years. So what can we do about this? Well, during pregnancy, your healthcare practitioners are likely to give you some sort of information, like one of those pamphlets Or they might discuss postpartum depression with you at your visits. Um, If you do some sort of a class, like a birthing class, usually they talk about it there as well. And most forms that you fill out at your visits will ask for a history. So do be honest and let them know if you have a history of depression or anxiety, because this can help prompt them to check in with you more. But also in saying that, don't just rely on this because... Sometimes, well, what I found in my experience was that they would just simply ask, are you feeling depressed? Or they would kind of say it as a statement. They didn't really delve further into it. And when you're sitting with someone that maybe you've just met 
or perhaps you are having a good day, then you kind of just give that polite answer that you're fine. Um, and so that's not really a good way to be honest. If you, you know, you might not be honest about how you're truly feeling. So because of this, it's crucial to make sure that everyone around you and your support network is aware of the signs of postpartum depression. So this means your partner, this means your friends, your family, just be honest and let them know to keep an eye on you, especially because one of the symptoms is withdrawing from your friends or family. Now, a lot of women also worry about breastfeeding, being diagnosed with postpartum depression. And I do want to talk about that a bit because research actually shows that the longer that you breastfeed, the greater mental health outcomes that you will have for you and your child. And what this means is that stopping breastfeeding can actually make things worse. Now, this is for a variety of reasons. It can make things worse because of the sudden drop in hormones. If And also, if you plan to breastfeed and you were really wanting to do that, stopping before you're ready to is going to really upset you. So that also puts you at a greater risk for developing postpartum depression. If you're having trouble breastfeeding, like pain or attachment issues or lack of support, then you really should seek the support of an IBCLC, an internationally board certified lactation consultant. Now they are the ones that know it all because our GPs, our doctors, they get maybe like a class on breastfeeding. They don't actually study it and really know it. So you need to be referred on to someone that knows it. Lactation consultants, again, they're not as qualified. So you need to be finding the people that can really help you. And if you do need to take medication for your symptoms of postpartum depression and you're wanting to breastfeed, you can find ones that are effective and safe to use. You just need to talk to your GP, talk to someone that specializes in breastfeeding and pregnancy medications um, and get a management plan started. Now I would like to share with you some stories. I put out a post on Instagram asking for people to share their experience with postpartum depression. And I had Sarah from at sacred.roots.counseling message me. And this was an interesting conversation because when she said this, it made me realize that I actually had something quite similar. And she talked to me about how she found that her postpartum anxiety would skyrocket at sundown. And she talked about how her baby was born in November. So often the sun would go down at like 4 p.m. And it wasn't even the end of the day. But there was something about the sun going down that really got to her and shook her up a bit. And when she started to reflect on this and she asked some people around her, she sort of realized that that dusk time... If you're thinking about being really primal, it's sort of like that dangerous time for offspring and the threat of predators. And she said it was just so wild. And what she ended up finding that helped her was understanding that this kind of weird way of experiencing her anxiety was just kind of getting her to protect her young is how she said it. And uh, it's, it's funny. I love that she said this, but what worked for her was 
scanning around her room and walking the perimeter like an animal would do to check out their territory. And she said that that helped her. It settled her system. And I thought that was so interesting. And I really love that perspective because we do forget that, you know, we have animalistic qualities, right? But then I remembered going through a period of time where I actually would get really upset when the sun would come down. I thought I was just sad that the day was ending, but that didn't make sense because I was tired of everything that I was doing during the day. Usually you look forward to nighttime because you can rest. And I would feel such a relief in those early hours of the morning when I was breastfeeding and I would see the sun come up and that would really settle me. And so I do wonder if she's onto something here. It's very interesting. Thank you so much for sharing that, Sarah. Then I had Vaishnavi from at motherhood.etc. She has a few posts about her postpartum depression struggles. And she talks about how she had a very stressful birth and that her postpartum depression snuck up on her. And she says that it felt like a ton of bricks hit her all at the same time. Because she also had a very rocky NICU experience. And... Unfortunately, she says that she was never offered mental health support, which is very disappointing because she felt a lot of blame by the nurses and doctors that she wasn't feeding her son enough and that she was starving him and she was put onto a triple feeding schedule, which if if you don't know what that means, that means she was breastfeeding directly, but also pumping and doing bottle top top ups and just basically on that horrible cycle. And yeah, she had to be supervised at every feed. And when she returned at the six-week visit, she just so happened to be screened, but she was two points shy. And so they told her that she was normal and that she would be fine. So how ridiculous is that? She also talks about having the rage and intrusive thoughts and crippling anxiety. And thankfully, she sought out therapy and she researched the medication all on her own and began her long journey to healing is how she puts it. She's also talking about how it was very scary for her to share all this. It sort of felt like a secret to her and that she had a lot of guilt struggling with it. But she shares this story because she went to therapy after reading someone else's story on Instagram. It's like, my experience going onto Google and reading about postpartum rage, I, I thought there was something wrong with me. And it wasn't until I read these threads of all these other women and I was thinking, wow, that's exactly it. That's exactly how I feel that we realize we're not alone. And this is what frustrates me because we still have this stigma about mental health and people aren't talking about it. And especially mothers these days are put under so much pressure as if we're meant to be happy all the time and have everything together and a clean house and not be sad. And then you have women that maybe struggled with infertility or IVF or women like me who had craved wanting children for so long and you're expected to just be grateful and happy. But these things happen. What if you did have a complicated birth? What if you had an unexpected pregnancy? There's so many factors that come into play and it's really disappointing that this is still an issue and not enough is happening. I also love that she shares about how she was relieved when she was diagnosed because 
she felt like she could fix herself and fix the ugly parts of hers, the words that she uses and heal and remove. But then she came to realize that she was thinking that her worth would be determined by her healing. But she knew she couldn't just hurry it up. And yes, that the healing and transformation has been critical, but she also respects that the slow and somewhat painful realization that she had to accept all these bits of her, all the you know rough parts around the edges, um, because in that she's able to create, have the space to share her story and reveal the secret, you know, um, but it's all on her journey of acceptance and her journey to living without shame and to honor all of herself and all the parts of her life and experiences that make her beautiful. And I really think that's so important because she talks about how your worth is not defined by your healing. And when we feel broken or that we're failing, that, you know, we're not doing good enough or that we're ugly, she says, we're still worthy of love. We are still a warrior. We still deserve gentleness because not only do we heal for them, but we heal for us and all of us. And I just thought that was so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So now we're coming to the end of the podcast episode. It's very important that I put in here that if you have been triggered by any of this, perhaps you've been diagnosed or perhaps you're having a moment of realization, please do seek professional help. When you're visiting your GP, you can ask for a mental health care plan if you're in Australia, and that gives you five or more rebated sessions through Medicam. If you are looking for a psychologist, you can find ones that are specializing in postpartum depression. If you go on Google and you search for someone in your local area, generally they list what they specialize in, or if they did like a thesis on something. And so look for those keywords of postpartum or motherhood. And remember that they're there to help you. They want to help you. I know times are a bit tricky at the moment to get face-to-face support. You can find people that are doing it online, but of course there are helplines like Panda, P-A-N-D-A, helpline. This is open Monday to Friday from 9 to 7.30 p.m. And that number is one 726 306. I'll make sure to list all this information in the description box. There's also Lifeline Helpline that's open 24 hours. That's 13, 11, 14. And if you're still not sure if you're struggling with your mental health, Beyond Blue does a mental health checklist and it is a short quiz that you can take online. I'll make sure to list all this information down below for you to have a look at. And remember, I'm always here. You can email me, thegentlecounselor at gmail.com, or you can always message me on Instagram at thegentlecounselor. I'm also on Facebook. I'm everywhere at thegentlecounselor. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode, and I'll talk to you soon.